AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at, at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. We're live on AMP. Oh, it's yeah. Sunday, June 11th. Wouldn't be a Sunday if I didn't go live on AMP to talk to my boys, Dragonfly Hell Jones, yeah, brother. a.k.a. the pudgiest cheeks, cutest little baby in the world, <laughs> a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's AMP, Bubba's? <laughs> I'm Cardi B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mike. You will never, never get away with that again. You, you get never. one and that's it. People was calling you out too, bro. They wanted us to send you to the who scout, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just like had to that. I had to get it one time. I had to get it one time. Um, how, how did you trick us? I didn't listen to the pod, obviously. Because <laughs> um, we're on it. I think I just I went straight from your guys' names into a topic. I just didn't say my name at all. Oh, that was wild. Yeah, because I was like, that was vi- real I was like their audio cue is my name. So if I just don't say my name, we'll be good to go. Why did you want to do that to us? Because? To see if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's just, you, I mean, you know, we, we, like, we all love talking to each other. We all love recording. But you like, you know, you do the intro X number of times a week or whatever. And you just yeah. sometimes want to see if you could <laughs> Do something different. I don't know. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Um, let's talk about uh, the NBA Finals. 
playoff series <laughs> between the Knicks. Is this still going on? Yeah. These long-ass breaks, Jesus Christ. I know. Um, the last game was Friday, uh, game four, a, another comfortable Nuggets win. They won 108-95. to 95. Um, Obviously, uh, everyone will remember it as the Aaron Gordon game, 27 points on 11-15 shooting. Um, Joker and Murray kind of chilling 13 of 36 in a comfortable win <laughs> on the road in game four. Um, I feel like this is what the three of us talked about in our preview of this series. I think did Tyler and I both have nuggets in five. John said nuggets in six or something. I got nuggets in six. Oh, you had okay, okay, okay. But like, this is basically I think I what said, we. I think I might have said something like six too, because it's just hard to think that, that that he'd only get one. But yeah, but um, but this is basically what we saw, right? Like the margin of error is just so different for the Nuggets than it is for the Heat, and I feel like that's kind of what has been playing out. It's been enjoyable watching how good the Nuggets are. I wouldn't say it's been an enjoyable final series overall. But um, what? Yeah, what were y'all takeaways from the game? This is just kind of what we thought we were going to see, basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we all know, like, you know, after game two, after that heat, when there was a real big overreaction, like, hey, the heat might have a chance. And no, no, the fuck they don't. No, they do not. <laughs> they were going to put up a decent fight, and but it doesn't look like they've even really been doing that. But, you know, the story of, of Denver's postseason, uh, you know, of course, you know, it's, it's you know, um, Joker probably staking his claim as the best player in the world. You know, this was his coronation, so to speak. But Aaron fucking Gordon, dog. Like, like you know, before the, the the playoffs started, I said, "Yo, they're like one guy away. They need like a defensive stopper and, a, and another guy who can give them offense." And Aaron Gordon's been that guy who I thought they were one guy away, right? Like, like this the steps that he took this off season to just become you know that player that they needed in that spot. It's just been remarkable, bro. I mean, they were like, I think the Lakers were packing it in on them, like, "Please shoot, Aaron." You know what I mean? But like, that's the thing about a good team. Like, you get you get a Bruce Bowen will get you in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, like, that's what happened with the Lakers with, uh, what's your boy name? L- uh, Lonnie, Lonnie. You know what I'm saying? Like, a good role player gets you in sometimes. They have, right. like, Bruce Bowen do that. KCP will do it. Aaron Gordon will do it sometimes. They have these really good role players on top of, you know, two legit superstars that tandem. So, I mean, it was, I wouldn't say the series hasn't been enjoyable. I've enjoyed it. I mean, mainly because of the Nuggets just being good, and I think right. I might as well get used to it because they're going to be here for a long time. You know, I mean, I know people have been talking about their age, but I think the first after after game one, we all said this before. Like it was like a you know everybody was talking about it. Like I don't know, this was like the Spurs. This was like the beginning of a, of the Spurs, bro. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I've 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 loved this series because it's just so fun watching that Nuggets team and how they play basketball. They play it the right way, you know what I'm saying? But for real, man, it's it's been great. Yeah, I, th- I think I would echo what, what you said. That's interesting that you brought up. I actually played basketball this morning for the first time since, I think, since the pandemic. Um, really? And, yes. With How did yeah. your joints hold up? You, you moved smooth, then you'd be safe, brother. Yeah, no, you it was good. Saying? I mean, it was, it was, you know, I wasn't playing with college kids or anything. Okay. Smart. <laughs> so Smart. Smart. Uh, it held up well, but actually, that was something like two of the guys who were there brought up. They were like, they said exactly what you just said. They're like, this Nuggets thing feels exactly to me like watching the Spurs dynasty start. Like, it, because the style will hold up to subbing some players in and out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the the, the selflessness. And I think obviously a lot of that flows from Jokic in the way that a lot of the the Spurs team culture flowed from Tim Duncan. So I I could I could see that I could see that for sure. But but I could also see this being a team you look back on and go that was a really special year. You know what I mean? Like I I, I don't know. But it feel I agree with you. It feels like it's built to last. 
So I don't. I know. mean, that's, that's very that's very sports talk radio of us. But Tyler, do you see the Jackson? <laughs> Jackson's fucking stoked. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, do you see the that. Nuggets turning into a dynasty? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm. I, I mean, I, I mean, you look at the roster that they've constructed. Like, you know, of course they've got the two top guys who are probably the best deal in the league. You know, with 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 Joker and, and Murray. But you know, KCP Brown. You know, fucking. Um, you know, both of the Browns, they got the white boy and Brett, you know, of other fucking, you know, Aaron. Did I say Go- Bruce Brown? I meant Brown. Yes, Brown. you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, all Bruce's are the same, dog. Um, <laughs> you a Bruce ass nigga. Yeah, you, you, if you a, you a Bruce, I know you can fix a refrigerator without even going to like grade right. school if you a Bruce. But um, <laughs> you got defense written all in you. If you got, you know, it's all through your veins, nigga. You know, right, I'm but, a double helix if you a Bruce. Yeah, but 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 you know that's I'm, I'm, I mean shit, Mike. If I can sh- share something, you know, when when Peyton got drafted, like like the the discussion we had in the group chat was, thank God he's going to Denver, a franchise yes. that that does things the right way. That is going a serious to, franchise, right? That's going to you know. a, a franchise that that invests in every player on that roster right like we love that that Peyton got drafted there yeah. and so and so you know like like John said they played the right way they've got a great culture that they're building there um so so yeah they could for sure be the next Spurs where you know we look up in five years and they've got three rings yeah I mean that's a fact bro the and the the um you know Calvin Booth their GM when they drafted Peyton they talked about like, oh, there's some guys that you know we want to be a part of this run. Who as there as we have team success, we're probably not going to be able to keep as part of the team. Like they're already thinking as they drafted this class about that next generation of role players, right? Of mm-hmm. filling in for a Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon if they're not able to hold on to those guys. So like, I think that shows you how serious they are about the future. Um, and you're absolutely right. Like, and I, I said that to his parents, it's like, you either really want to go for money purposes as a lottery pick, or you want to go to a good franchise. And then if you're not ending up at one of the top four or five places, you kind of want to be able to sign as a free agent. You know, you don't want to get slotted onto, okay, you're on a bad team and you're either going to score fit. You're either going to surprise them or they're going to try and move you as quickly as possible. He ended up in a spot like you see with the way the nuggets are building where it's like, they're very comfortable with like we drafted. They said we drafted this dude for defense, and whatever we get out of him offensively, we'll take that, and we'll and they're planning on developing that. But that's a, I don't think in the NBA at this point, there's a lot of teams with a five ten year vision of a core. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think even the elite teams are kind of thinking about what their window is. We talked about are the Celtics going to blow it blow it up? We talked about are the Warriors going to blow it up? These are teams that have been like the elite teams over the last couple of years. And you don't feel at all in any way like they're thinking about 2030 with that same core group of guys. So I I do think that it's a unique franchise in that way as well, for sure. Also, I just I love Michael Malone as a coach, bro. Like, I think that's one thing that I've like, I I never really thought of him as one of the better coaches in the NBA. You know what I mean? But Seeing how he's handling things, he's one of those guys where, like, you know, with Spo, they call a timeout, they get in the bucket out of after that. You know, we thought that about Pop. If you call a timeout, you know, they get yeah. in the bucket out of, out of that timeout. He's gonna. I feel like Michael Malone's the same way. You know I what mean, I mean? I, I we're think, like, and, yeah. and, he, and he also he know he, he knows his squad. Like, they might be up nineteen, and he's like, I do not like what I see. Timeout. So, you know what I mean? And then you hear, and, and then also you hear a lot of times when you hear people, even even the the like the uh, like the mid game interviews. It's just coach speak. It's not really saying anything. It just sounds like they're saying something. You know what I mean? But if you watch basketball, you know he's just saying what he thinks he's supposed to say in this time period. Michael Malone is talking basketball, nigga. 
You know what I mean? This is what we really need to do, and we will do that. And that's that's what it feels like when he's speaking. Like he he understands the game. I love him as a coach, man. So like I, that's one thing I've really you know uh, been you know really enjoyed too is seeing how he's been moving and seeing how he's got the team riled up. But like the decisions he makes, it's like oh, this is a. Like, I mean, he, he's he, one of the reasons I think they're gonna be good. Not just joking, but they have a real legit great coach. You know what I'm saying at the reins as well. And not just great X's and O's coach, but as you mentioned, really good at managing the personalities and the bigger mm -hmm. the bigger picture storylines that you have to manage. You know, that people always talk about the disease of more when you're winning. You know, like all that stuff. He's handled all that stuff pretty fucking flawlessly. You know, this year you you would you would have to say it says a lot about their franchise that they stuck with him, didn't punish him for having some injuries at tough times and go, Oh, we need someone else to get us. Like they believed in him. I heard an interview with him where he was talking about going to Serbia to visit Jokic's horse farm. You know, it's like there's clearly a long term, and that that reminded me of Pop too. Investment. There's investment, a long term right. investment of everyone in that franchise right. at every level in that success going mm -hmm. forward, and I think that's what you know. I, I don't know. Jackson talked about it. it's like there's a lot of teams that tried the um, the you know throw it in the microwave for 30 seconds and see if it looks like dinner you know this year <laughs> it that just, shit did bro that, it kind of feels like the era yeah, yeah, of attempting yeah. to do that in the nba is over yeah. so i don't know yeah. we'll, we'll see all right fellas yeah, we um, got game um, oh I'm go ahead Tyler. i'm going off what you said you know i think that is something that is so important to how denver built um you know this the, this championship team pretty much a game away from being a championship team is patience like you mentioned and and, and you know patience was the the undertext of what we were talking about with with, with Peyton as well you know they they drafted Joker, who's gonna you know has a has a hell of a case of being the best player in the world. He was a project. They stuck with mm -hmm. him. Jamal Murray had injury problems. They stuck with him. Mike Malone has been there since what 2015, Michael. I think. <laughs> Michael Malone has been there since 2015. Yeah. You know you, you know that that's rare. You know for for a guy to be you know at a spot eight years without a championship in in today's right. NBA, right? So yeah, with so an MVP eight, with an MVP not winning two right, years right, in a row, yeah. right? Right. So yeah. So yeah, like that is 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 how they have built this championship team. Patience has been what 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 they, what, it, what that's been rooted in. There's one moment, uh, I think, in the last game when like it, they it was twelve. It was, they were like up twelve or thirteen. Uh, the Heat got it to eight, and he called a timeout and he goes, he was like, "Y'all are playing like you're down eight. You're up eight. Calm down." Nigga, that's some stuff that I want to hear in life. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. You know, right. like I, you know, like you know, you feel me? Like I'm, you know, I need somebody to stop me and be like, bro, you playing like you down eight? You're up eight. Relax, you're gonna yeah. be good. Like I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, like so, like you're talking about personnel. He manages like, like he's not managing moments like basketball. Like it's not just basketball. It's like, yo, relax. We're good. Right. Slow it down. We'll be fine. You know, these are, you don't hear, I mean, you know, coaches don't really speak, ain't really speaking like that. You know what I mean? So that, and, and, and that, that touched me. I was like, that's, that, that we need that. That's some Spurs ass shit right there. Cause like one of my favorite Popovich stories is it was, um, uh, Tony Parker's first finals game and he was out there just wilding, right? Like fucking up. Right, right. Um, you know, Pop calls a timeout. Tony Parker said he thought Pop was going to light into him. He, uh, Pop told him, uh, stick your hands out. Parker stuck his hands out. Yeah. Uh, and, and Pop told him, bro, you're, you're shaking like a leaf. Just go out there and have fun, man. He said that to, right, right to, a, to like a 21-year-old in his first finals game who had been fucking up, you know, severely. He told that dude, relax and have fun. Like, it's shit right. like that, you know? 
He said there was playing, like basically said, y'all playing thirsty, bro. We good. Right. We're good. We'll <clears throat> yeah. Right. Um, Michael Malone and that raspy ass voice are going to make a lot of money off a motivational mm. audiobook this fucking offseason. <laughs> oh, I'll for sure. So. That, bro. For He's going to be going viral on Instagram with some of them. <laughs> Yeah, some of them, you know, pull some of those those voice those quotes and them voiceovers. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh, yeah, hundred percent. That that book pitched itself this season. Um, <laughs> okay, we got game five on Monday night. Make me a case for the Heat. Right, it's three one. I don't think anyone sees a lot of evidence that this Heat team can win three straight against the Nuggets. But if they're going to win Monday and give themselves a chance, what does it look like? What what you know? You're a Heat fan. What are you telling yourself right now? We need one of those ridiculous Jimmy Butler games. Like, he yep. got go, to give us 40 or something like that, right? We need fucking Max Struess to remember how to be a basketball player again and fuck, fucking knock down those open looks. Yay. Uh, yay, yeah. too. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I had, you know, the Heat and Six and them getting two in Denver. That's tough. I didn't, that was not in the game plan. I thought they were going to get one in Denver and one at the crib. So we'll see, man. But, but yeah, that, you know, I would not be surprised if it ends on Monday. Not at all. I think. I mean, making a case. There's no case for them to to win this series. You know, what I mean, like it's just like with the with the Celtics. I was like, you know, hey, they're a better team. If they realize who they are, they could beat this Heat team. And I said with the Lakers, I was like, y'all go ahead and get swept. Don't waste my time. You know what I mean? Because you have no chance of beating this Nuggets team. And I think like with this, like bro, you know, they got to they, they got they got to win. Good job, guys. This team is much better than y'all. You know what I mean? They had a they had a game where I mean, what have they scored a hundred points in the last two games? The Heat, I think they scored eighty seven game before last, and the last game I think they even scored over under a hundred. Yeah, they didn't get hundred. Like they're so defensively efficient. You know what I mean? And yeah, they scored ninety five, ninety four uh, games. Their one win, they scored one hundred eleven. They scored ninety three in game one. So they've I mean, been ninety five or under in the three <sighs> losses. So score 110 points and you may win. <laughs> Probably not. You know what I mean? That's going to take Gabe. Like, that game didn't even get burned in the second half. He was one for six. They were cooking him on switches. You know what I mean? They turned him into food and they didn't even, they didn't even play the second half. You know what I'm saying? Martin had a good game. He, he looked like himself again. You know, Struess hasn't been this himself. It's just, it's hard. Well, I think what happens is they're really, they, they make it difficult, you, difficult for you on, on the defensive end. So when you do have an open shot, you're thinking too much. You know what I mean? You're rushing yeah. because you've been rushing all night. So you have an open shot and it's like you, you shot it as if you have defense on you because you're uncomfortable being open now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I, it's, it's just going to be difficult. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. 
It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay, authenticity, guarantee. You'll feel it because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert. Sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay Authenticity Guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, um, that's enough basketball talk. I'm very excited to talk about two big white whales, one of whom is very stupid and one of whom is very smart. Let's talk about the stupid one first. Y'all's president, Donald Trump. (laughs) No, sir. This stupid motherfucker is really going to go to jail, possibly for the rest of his life, for hiding nuclear documents in the bathroom at Mar-a-Lago. And I have to say, John, are you up on this story at all? No. Trump got indicted on 71 counts or 60-something counts. I don't remember. But he's now the only, I mean, he's the only two-time indicted president, to be clear. No no one else has ever been indicted once. (laughs) (laughs) He got indicted for this case they've been building against him about hoarding these classified documents. And hoarding is correct, because if you look at the pictures of where these documents were stored. I didn't know where it came from, though. Right. Jackson said he had the same experience. He logged on every Everyone's making jokes about these boxes in the bathroom. Those are classified documents that include invasion plans against other countries, locations of America's nuclear facilities, and they were literally in a bathroom at Mar-a-Lago so close to the
the toilet that they are guaranteed to have piss splash on them from the fucking side of that toilet, dog. That boy, <laughs> this that is boy the has, stupidest bitch ever. That boy has some top secret classified nuclear documents on the top of his toilet like a 2014 uh, issue of Time magazine or some shit. This motherfucker. <laughs> is, he, he was reading like person, Jet. Dog. He was reading them like a Jet magazine. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? He's not a real motherfucking person. But I mean, look. Like, you know, the whole running joke is, you know, Trump does all this shit and never goes down for it. Please let this motherfucker go down for this. Please, like anything. I, I am begging you. Please lock this motherfucker up, dog. Because because for real, what is he doing with these? Like, he was either seeking to make a profit somehow or some motherfuckers were extorting him and he had to do this for like some some foreign power, right? Like, it's, it's only one of those two options. You know Correct. what I'm saying? So he's either a greedy motherfucker or, or 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 one of the one of um you know some other nation has had our president in their pocket. That motherfucker got to go to jail, dog, flat out. What 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 was what was he saying happened? Like how is he saying they got there? John, he's quoted and to be clear cuz I know there's obviously a portion of the country doing the like this is a witch hunt shit. All of the people cited in the indictment are people who work for him. <laughs> Someone say he's on a recording saying this is uh, this is classified. It's really illegal for me to show you this. <laughs> what? I think he even said he's like, as president, I could have declassified it, but I didn't. So you should like you shouldn't be seeing this. The, there was a Kid Rock quote from a couple years ago where he was talking about going to Mar-a-Lago and Trump showing him this is what an invasion of North Korea would have looked like. And Kid Rock said, and we're looking at maps. And I'm like, should I be in on this shit? (laughs) (laughs) To get rocked (laughs) off. What the fuck? But uh, look, Trump is a fucking joke. But I I will say this. I think like his great one of his greatest legacies besides him being you know just the fucking embodiment of how mad white people were that we had a black president for two terms i think the the second biggest bullet point on his resume is he showed how big of a farce the presidency is because so much of like you know what a president should do just lies in decorum and shit right like there's so much shit that, that 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 you know um, he was like, well, I'm the president. Do I need to do it that way? And, and his advisor will be like, well, technically, no, it's just our president. I mean, he'd be like, well, fuck it. I'm not doing that. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Like, like, like that is kind of that is one of his lasting legacies, too. He showed how so much of the presidency just revolves around decorum. He didn't give a fuck about that. Uh, decorum and shame. Right. I mean, like, mm-hmm. that's been the story to me of like our national politics is like, oh, if you're completely shameless, there's no real punishments for lying. Right. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if you just look someone in the eye and say, nope. Then, like, what happens? <laughs> but here's here, let me read you a couple of quotes from uh, Donald Trump's attorney general uh, when he was president, Bill Barr. Quote, if even half of the indictment is true, then he's toast. It's a very detailed indictment, and it's very, very damning. The idea of presenting Trump as a victim here, the idea, the victim of a witch hunt, is ridiculous. Yes, he's been a victim in the past. Obviously, I disagree. Yes, his adversaries have obsessively pursued him with phony claims. Obviously, I disagree. And I've been at his side defending him when he is a victim, but this is much different. He's not a victim here. He was totally wrong that he had the right to have those documents. Those documents are among the most sensitive secrets 
the country has. And I guess wow. I'm just rooting for the military industrial complex, bro. Like, hey, you <laughs> fuck around with the image of the country. Get it on this one, dog. <laughs> That's right. You're right. like, y'all fuck around with the economy. Y'all fuck around with anything else you want to fuck around about. But you're not fucking around without the secret plans to invade North Korea, should it come to that, dog. <laughs> they are not having that shit. <laughs> Lock All right. him up. Lock him <laughs> Lock up. Him up. <laughs> the locker up crowd. How's it feel? We done oh, reversed the wave on your ass. We done sit The down. universe got his ass. The other bro. thing that was funny was when they announced that the indictment was gonna happen, there were a bunch of like elected Republican officials who were like, This is a witch hunt, they can't do this. And the attorney general who filed the I don't know all the terms, who filed the shit on him, right? He goes, <laughs> read the indictment. Then let me know what you think. Like, <laughs> like, go look at what we got on this stupid motherfucker and then tell me what you thought. And it was some deleted tweets from some members of Congress, bro. Like, ooh, it's <laughs> some tough shit in there, bro. I don't know. Uh, all right. Shall we talk about Is there anywhere you can, like, see the uh, indictments? Like, oh, like yeah, what, it's what all, all indicted on? Yep. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all, it, yeah, it's a. Have you read, have you peeped it? I read the highlights, you know, CNN okay. did a like page by page. TLDR. Like, yeah, right. So, well, CNN yeah. did a like, basically, here's the funniest shit on each page. I read that. So Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know yeah. enough legal terminology to like really, you know, get the most out of it. If you I opened up the newspaper and went to the comics, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Which so. is what I you still would read do the, the newspaper, newspaper though. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what is Marmaduke up to today? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right. To, so to talk about uh, the fat white whale number two, let's talk about the homegirl white Gladys, the leader of the killer orcas uh, or the orcas slash killer whales that have been terrorizing all these ships off the uh, coast of Spain and Gibraltar. They're now up to 20 boat attacks over the last month. Uh, marine biologists have confirmed that it is an orca that they've named white Gladys that has been in multiple pods teaching them how to disable boats by attacking their rudders. And one uh, 20-foot yacht was tossed, quote, like a toy. <laughs> as the, wow. As they were knocking that shit around. This really, like, borderline feels like a movement at this point that White Gladys has got started. How y'all feel about this? Hey, she her going from pod to pod, that's remarkable, bro. Like, I need some <laughs> marine biologists to give us some some more insight on that because that's really incredible. Um. But yeah, it's listen. Gladys ain't fucking around, dog. Whatever y'all did to that lady, she wanted back in blood, dog. Like, I, I, we need to get some investigative journalism to find out what the fuck did they do to Miss Gladys exactly? They hit her. She got hit by a she boat. Got hit, okay, well, she yeah. got hit by a boat, and that's where she started going around. Like, all right, we're gonna, <laughs> like, we're gonna get these boats. Hanif said, "How can I materially support the revolutionary uprising White Gladys is leading?" <laughs> Them them adding them adding white to Gladys, bro. That adds something, bro. You know what I'm saying? White Gladys sounds like a like a leader for real, bro. Like I, I want a white. I'm I'm on a rock a rock a white Gladys shirt like the Shea Guevara shit. <laughs> Motherfucker was just rocking in the early '90s. You feel me? Run me that. You know what I'm saying? I need that thing, bro. Somebody should do a spoof for that for real. That that shirt will go crazy. You know what I mean? But dog, yeah, man, that's crazy. I'm we rooting for her over here. Fuck them yacht owning motherfuckers anyway, yeah. bro. I am not feeling bad for for them. got their yacht smashed. I'm sorry. You feel me? Their 20-foot yacht thrown around. He threw us around (laughs) like a toy. (laughs) Fuck y'all. You got yacht money. (laughs) Jeez, but that's crazy. That's crazy. 
the video of them showing them snatching the rudders, I was like, that to me felt like okay. I know y'all. We talked about how the 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 hat on the them wearing a hat was really impressive to y'all. Like wearing a fish's hat, a salmon, or whatever it was. Objectively impressive. I mean, to, to, I wouldn't say objectively because objectively I did not feel impressive. It was impressive. <laughs> to, you know, to I mean, depends, a it's opinion. It's an opinion. It's not objective. I don't think everybody looks at it like that's impressive. Anyway. <laughs> That's but I get your point. I get your point though. But seeing them like break like it, it, it seeing it being told that was wild. Seeing it, like I heard music in the background. You know what I mean? It was like wow. Like this is it 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 was insane to see them like know that you could you could tell they know exactly what they're doing. It's not. It's not just a. It's not just somebody's tale of. Hey guys, we saw them go. F-. No, they know exactly what they're doing. They don't. It, it, it's. It's. It's wild to watch. It's wild to watch. All right, uh, that's all I got. Anything else we're missing, podcast wise, fellas? Shit. Shit. Did we start the shit. book club up early? Cause shit, this series is about to be over with, brother. Well, you know, what, we got uh, any idea? Well, I think we will have a uh, across the Spider Verse uh, uh, conversation at some point later this week. But y'all yeah, be we'll watching this y'all week. Are. So. are we just recording Wednesday? Is that the plan, Jackson? Yes. Wednesday and no, no, there's no Thursday. There's no Thursday. Yeah, and then we'll figure out the silly Billy. Okay. So it'll be Wednesday and then Saturday for the uh, Silly Billy episode. We'll kind of fill y'all in. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, I think. The, I personally, I think the shit's a wrap on Monday. I think. The I mean, they took two in Miami, yeah. and I, and I, this this is the thing. That's we were talking when we did the OP joint. I was like, they had to win that game. Yeah. Because I was like, they could take two in Miami. You know, they had to win. Like the one, like it just it seemed like game two was a game that they had to win. Um, and by yeah, it's it's over with now though. It's over with. I, 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 I think Jimmy is as 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 as, as much dog as he has in him. You know what I mean? Hadn't been much. It's, I mean, you know, he's he's been struggling this finals, but um, I mean, all right, 43 percent uh, from the field. That's that's a, that's Jimmy's percentage. That's his like that. He's he looks like the Jimmy that we see every year. Like yeah, it's just not playoff Jimmy. You know right. what I mean? Like which they need that plus plus. <laughs> they need two of them. Yeah, and then they yeah, might yeah. win. Right, right. Maybe. <laughs> um, shout out to the homie Rambo, uh, who uh, I I saw at um, a graduation party Saturday night. He's a big fan of the pod. Uh, came up to um, to say what's up. Let me know that he fucks with the show. We get him to what's a up, work every day. So thank you. Always cool hearing Rambo, from y'all yeah, in person. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'll see y'all on Wednesday. Shit. Shit. Bye. 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 She. She. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits 
LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.